Today's office message is Yavamost of Peiches. Our Gemara continues to analyze the permissibility of utilizing the testimony of one witness as opposed to two witnesses to release the bonds of being stuck in a marriage of a woman who is in the status of Aguna. This status which we started to learn about in yesterday's Mishnah where we're unsure about the status of the husband, whether he's alive or dead. And based on the testimony of one witness, we're told she is allowed to go free. Status goes against what we noted is the rule of thumb. When we deal with the realm of laws of erva, the, the realm of relationship halachot, we require two witnesses in order to verify and uncover and discover what the, exactly are the facts on the ground. So the Gemara and Arda fleshes out this permissive opportunity to have one witness as opposed to two. So many stringencies were placed on this woman. In other words, she has to divorce. If the husband shows up, she has to divorce not only the new husband, she has to divorce even the husband who comes back. Any children she has are going to be have a status of a mamzer. She's going to lose out on her, on her ketubah payment for leaving a marriage. And these fallouts will push her to really do her homework to really do her homework and make sure and check to get certainty about what actually happened. The Gemara is not satisfied and asks, don't be strict, but don't, don't, but don't be lenient either. It's here that Chazal invoked, Mishum Iguna Akilu Barabanan. Because when we deal with the situation of an Aguna, it's so tragic, it's so difficult that the rabbis instituted special leniency. So we need to turn to the Rishonim, all the early commentaries who dealt with the fundamental problem of, How could the Chachamim come along, quickly uproot, so quickly, so easily uproot a Torah principle, which is the requirement of two witnesses. First idea, first approach, takes the approach that Akira Davar Torah, when the rabbis, when we're talking about to uproot an idea from the Torah, has to actually uproot something in such a way that it completely undermines the will of the Torah. The Ratzon Torah, the will of the Torah, is that two witnesses should verify the truth of the situation, while the Chachamim created a situation... That even through one witness, truth can be verified, which generally the Torah invalidates. Therefore, this is not a complete uprooting of a Torah principle, and this kind of uprooting was granted to the Chachamim to implement. Second idea from Rashi, which is found in the Gemara Shabbos, Kufmem Hamad Beis, also says the same idea as Tosos, that one witness can come along and release a situation of Aguna, that's the rabbi's permission, permission but it's a different application of Koch Chachamim, the, the power, the authority of the rabbis to do so, known as Akirat Kidushin, an idea we began to discuss in yesterday's daf, to retroactively uproot the original marriage of the first husband. And this way, she was never actually married in the first place. How does such an Akira work? How does such an uprooting work? She got married, she was under a chopa, she got a ring, and so on. How does it work? Since every Kiddushin, since every marriage that takes place in the halachic sense is al-dat chachamim, is through the power and the authority of the rabbis. The chachamim can uproot it as well, therefore, in the other direction. The Me'iri has a more stringent view that the accurate kiddushin works so long as the husband does not show up. But if he does, you can't say that the kiddushin was undone. The third approach, many others, the Ritva, the Ramam at the end of the Elchos Gerushin, said the end of the laws of divorce says this, that when the truth, that when truth has been proven with clarity and confidence, there is no need for two witnesses. The whole institution of having two witnesses for monetary or the laws of erva cases was for situations where the truth was unclear before the judges came about. But if the judges are confident, we can allow any testimony, even that of one witness or a woman who's not allowed to testify otherwise. In any other case, by Aguna, in our situation that we're discussing here, we see from the Mishnah, we add in all these stringencies, as we mentioned, what would happen if the husband did indeed show up. Therefore, she's, the woman's going to go ahead, she's going to do a thorough check 
to make sure, relieving the need for having two witnesses to come and give its verification. The Maros Adaf quotes in this context from the Chazanish, the following, the following words, The Torah gave the authority to the Chachamim, to the Rabbis, to give us what's called the knowledge and the testimony to give permission to a woman who is married. And the Rabbis are going to give us these set halachot for all the, Jew, for all the Jewish people. The Beitim is going to sit down and come up with this situation of allowing one witness it's considered as his two witnesses. That's the permission that the Chachamim were given. This is the beauty, the partnership of the Chachamim, of the Torah Shabbat how it interacts with the Torah Shabbat and interpreting the Torah and implementing it into our lives.